0: listeners and welcome to yet another episode of edgeguard podcast a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe my name is jordan i'm one of your two co-hosts joined uh as always by blake yo what's up it's video game time baby it is indeed uh today uh we're talking about a game that was released as part of the keep the lights on uh fundraiser bundle uh, which is a fundraiser to support glitch city la um glitch city is like a sort of game design collective community workspace type thing uh for indie developers um and as you can imagine uh it's a little hard for them to pay their rent during covid because nobody can actually go to the office so this is a fundraiser to uh, just raise money for glitch city um, and several of the creators uh, so affiliated with it just released uh, games as part of the bundle. So we we paid for the bundle to um, support them, and then we played one game from the bundle for this uh, this episode of the podcast. Uh, and that game in the bundle is by the name of Biodome 2, uh, which is uh, the team that produced this game uh, is Jamie Parano. Uh, Pen Ward, Pendleton Ward, you may be familiar with. Ben Esposito and Beretta Lucifer. Um, uh, Yeah, so this game is weird. Uh, First thing I'll say. Uh, But basically you play as some sort of feral human that slithers across Uh, the floor. They're referred to in the game, if you look on the note on the fridge, as worm person. Oh, I did not see that. uh (laughs) <laughs> well you are a worm-like person for sure you you're you're like this kind of doughy looking uh, human character model uh, and your movement animation is the real the real joy of this game which is you sort of slither <laughs> along the like basically what a human it's would an, do if they were a, trying to slither like you, you know, it's an your inchworm you're not you're not slithering slithering is side to side inchworm okay, where you sure. lift your butt up That is a better comparison. Let's not forget the the tuck and roll. And then the other, yes, the other movement you have is a roll, which you do with space. And that is like uh, also your attack, basically, because you have to kill... um, I might be getting ahead of myself here, but the core mechanic is you're trying to add brain cells to your brain power. (laughs) And you do that two ways, either by finding brain cells in the level or by eating sandwiches... Uh, and if you eat five sandwiches, you poop, and then a little gremlin emerges from your poop. And if you roll into it, you kill it, and you can eat its uh, eat its um, brain cell. So you know science. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love to eat my own poop progeny to uh, to gain brain cells. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember high school biology very well, but that rings pretty closely to what I remember from how evolution works. Yeah. yeah. So I, think I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, uh, introduce some uh, foreign concepts to our uh, younger listeners. But yes, babies do come out of your butt in your poop. Yes. And you do have to kill them to grow more powerful. You'll have once you get older kids, you'll be killing your Uh babies as well. So Uh Uh the only reason your parents didn't kill you is because their brain power was already high enough. Exactly. Because once you max it out, there's no point. uh, Once once the brain in this game, you max it out with like. I don't know, 20 brain cells, probably something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's obviously a simulation of real life. It's many more than that. You have to kill many more babies than 20, but you get mm-hmm. the idea. Mm-hmm. Children that's right, that's listening right. to this podcast. <laughs> I hope no children listen to this podcast. I feel like they would be bored. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe they're very precocious uh, in the indie game scene. You know, they're like 13 yeah, year olds tr- trying to get they're in really into games crit. They're like, yeah, dude, 13 hey, year man. old aspiring games journalist i'm sure they exist i'm sure they do too i mean now that they back in my day they didn't have no damn waypoint to to you know expose us to deeper criticism i mean i'm sure i mean stuff existed i was just not online enough i was yeah. a dumb little kid although man. i do think waypoint makes it uh you know certainly if, a little if you're bit totally more, like don't have a platform it you know makes it easier for yeah like yeah independent writers to get seen anyways this is not what mm-hmm. we're talking about today no um not at all. so uh yeah so that's the overall oh the other main mechanic to summarize this game before diving into it is um that you have the ability to inspect things so you can <laughs> right click uh and then if you you train your um it goes to sort of a first person uh point of view and then if you train your uh your point of view on different aspects of the level. Uh, if you have high enough brain power, your um, uh, character will, I don't really concentrate know Concentrate real Con- hard. Concentrate and comprehend the thing. So it goes from everything, you know, very simply, the first thing you can do with only like a few brain cells is like rock, cactus, like just things around you. But then you get increasingly complex thoughts are available to you as you uh, get enough brain cells like, uh, if you concentrate on your poop, you can understand the concept of death, and uh, it's like a big long <laughs> sentence. It's like my body can die at any time, or something like that. Yeah, and I think then, that's um, exactly what it says. Yeah, so so basically, this mechanic is like as you, so you can look around at stuff, and then certain stuff will be highlighted, and you hold the mouse button, and it sort of like charges up all of your little brain cells, uh, and if you don't have enough brain cells to comprehend the thought yet then uh you'll kind of like charge up until you hit your your last brain cell and then your little character will get like knocked back and go like to be like "Uh, ah yes he he hurt himself your idiot brain (laughs) uh your idiot brain cannot yet comprehend the concept of a cactus uh but as you go around and eat more and be due to eating more, poop more, due to pooping more, kill your Think own children, <laughs> uh-huh. then uh, you get more brain cells and then you can like come back to different objects that uh, before confounded you. Uh, and it is worth noting that there is a, you know, a kind of like spatial progression system as well because the different rooms. So the the whole thing takes place in some sort of like um, enclosed research facility Ge- we'll geodesic get more, dome I yeah guess yeah it's, it's is, i think it's supposed to be inspired by um biosphere 2 which is a like thing like this in the arizona desert um mm-hmm. also called biosphere 2 um but um you uh there's like different kind of zones and they have uh locked doors that you can only open if you have a certain brain amount of brain power so you kind of like there's a uh sort of progression system in that way yeah yeah you're you're sort of like going through each of these different uh environments uh that like each one is sort of a different biome uh roughly yeah yeah uh and you know trying to uh make sense of uh each one individually and then as you gain more brain cells you can kind of go back to previous areas to uh things you couldn't understand before and come to understand them uh uh i guess i should say like it's a very charming game it's very funny it and very silly charming. and weird despite uh, how unsettling uh your inchworm human movement is it is surprisingly I, charming okay come really on when you it first unsettling. saw like i found it a little cra- no, it's i mean funny. I get used to it very quickly uh also katie um i showed it to her and she found it uh very alarming (laughs) upsetting is the right word yeah yeah (laughs) i i thought it was i think it's funny i thought he's kind of cute he's like a little freak (laughs) well the thing i find cute is when he's sitting on the log uh contemplating His yeah. contemplating pose is very adorable. Yeah, he does. Uh, well, I, and I don't know if you noticed this, but he actually does that when you... Uh, when you're inspecting, when you he consider. puts his hand under his chin. Yeah, you can yeah. Kind of see it. So we haven't <laughs> talked about the logs, but basically in each of the different uh, biome areas, there's like a little log that you can go sit on uh, and consider the different things that you've, uh, you've uh, internalized. So basically that's how you track which thoughts or which objects you've uh you've scanned and been able to successfully understand and there's sort of a system of like if you haven't uh been able to scan the object at all then it'll there'll be question marks for objects you haven't seen and if you've sort of uh gotten like halfway through the 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 grokking process but didn't have enough brain cells, then it'll have the words, but they won't be filled in. So it's just sort of how you track your completion, but it's kind of a, a a cute way to, uh, represent reflecting back on the little thoughts you have as your, as your inchworm person sort of, Mm -hmm. uh, not not quite gains sentience but sort of uh, although actually by the end maybe that's what i is think supposed that, to be that is the the sort of like if there is a a narrative to the the, the story it is about this inchworm dude's uh journey to sentience because i think that's why the final um you know the final moment is uh, when you escape the the biodome the final thing you see on your way out is a mirror and then you focus on it and it's like, Is that me? So you know like uh it's like self recognition. Yeah, and then the mirror explodes and then you get to go out into the world. You're free. Who knows you get what to, adventures you get to meet the game's final boss, a tumbleweed. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck that tumbleweed. Fuck that tumbleweed. Did you successfully uh concentrate on it? I did I did. Gave up I did. It was it was horrible. Minutes. Yeah. I, I became stubbornly, I pulled the Jordan and, uh, would not let the game <laughs> win. Uh, and so I... despite my, despite my better judgment, I figured out there's like one part in its path, uh, where you can focus on it. Uh, it's like, you don't have to follow it up and down because you can be close enough to it for a long enough amount of time. And then the problem I had was that, uh, the mouse look is not sensitive enough for me to like so i had to like move my mouse all oh. the way to the edge of my desk and like <laughs> just god it was a pain in the ass it was not fun but yeah. i did it damn it i actually genuinely wonder how much that was us being fucked with by that because it, it's something about the tumbleweeds motion it almost felt like it was supposed to be and the fact that yeah, that's at absolutely. the very end of the game like it almost feels no like- no it's definitely supposed to be like the final <laughs> boss you know what i mean uh Yeah, so, uh, but basically, the so we didn't really talk about this, but in order to focus on things, you know, most of the things you focus on are motionless, so you just hold your mouse. But some of them Mm -hmm. are moving, like birds, uh, and you have to um, keep the center of your screen uh, close enough on the thing you're focusing on in order to complete the the process. But Mm -hmm. your little mouse cursor disappears while you're focusing, so it becomes very tricky to, uh, to yeah, most of the time it's not really a problem because most i would say it's trivial stuff, most of the time it's not even a yeah. mechanic it's basically just waiting yeah but that that tumbleweed is like he gets you mm-hmm. like i said he shows you boss. sentience isn't all it's cracked up to be yeah that you're damn right it's just <laughs> it's just trying to focus on a tumbleweed you know make a sense of a as the game calls it a plant skeleton
1: it um is a
0: plant skeleton which we haven't uh we haven't talked that much about all the like weird little funny things that it says because like some objects it's just like rock uh and other times it'll be like hmm, i'm trying to think of a good example of one that's sort of uh uh let's let's think there's like Uh, what like uh if you focus on the fridge it's like cold makes things die slower or something like that (laughs) yeah yeah the cold (laughs) makes things die more slowly or there's like uh the giraffe is just called, like, long neck. Friend, uh, yeah. Oh, the tiger yeah. is just uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of, like, funny mo- There's, like, first of all, there's just, like, funny little uh, sort of cute things uh, that come up that way. Or uh, there's sort of, like, weird uh, considerations of, like, existence. You know, like the fridge one that we talked about or uh the the poop one about being <laughs> about like you know coming to terms with death but it's all it's all very silly and uh and kind of uh it's cute in its silliness I would say uh of just like this weird little freaky creature trying to make sense of its existence in the biodome yeah it is I yeah it definitely is cute the the sort of like the how I would describe the sort of like thoughts uh is it's they're like charmingly simplistic or something like that. Like it's sure they sure. they've tried to make him sound like sometimes it's like over describing something simple or like using weird words to describe something simple to like express that it's this dude's like, you know, thinking his hardest. He's like trying to comprehend. Yeah. And it is it uh-huh. is uh cute and charming definitely. Yeah I actually um, actually I'm glad you brought that up because I think the the sort of like concentration mechanic is actually like a pretty good expression of what's supposed to be happening yeah Uh, because i was i was thinking about it for a minute i'm like uh this takes kind of long once you get a lot of brain cells but that's kind of the point like because you basically what you have to do so you hold your mouse and as as you get more and more brain cells the more time it takes to basically the the brain cells align themselves around the edge of the screen uh and it, uh, as you hold the thing, it sort of like charges one up, goes to the next one, charges one up, goes to the next one, and there's this sort of like vroom, like sound that happens yeah. while you do it, <laughs> uh, and so it definitely is like kind of a, a, a it it builds an anticipation. Uh, because sometimes you're only like one brain cell shy. So it's like, and uh, as you're doing this, the, the words that make up the, the phrase of the thought, uh, kind of like come together from the edges of the screen. And like, uh, they start out sort of, uh, translucent and they get more and more opaque. Uh, and it's just sort of like and then sometimes you fail and it's like god oh, damn it don't have enough brain cells just yet and then uh when you go back after you've gone to another area and you get the like ding ding it's like yes i did it i think yes. i think I hard enough you know yeah yeah and the the sort of it does um i like the sound effect a lot because it um you know you get used to it and so you kind of have a sense of how close how or far you away are. you are like you can t- usually tell you can't like perfectly tell but you can usually tell within like one or two brain cells like oh i'm really close or oh i should come back to this one you know yeah later i'm much too stupid for this mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so yeah I, I did think the 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 concentration mechanic was surprisingly elegant for how like it's uh, simple it was yeah yeah definitely um, um oh go ahead. Well you can you can go. I was completely changing the topic, so unless you were So doing, was I. So okay. was I. Uh so I wanna I wanted to talk about the the setting a little bit. Um because one thing we haven't talked about is the fact that this uh geodesic dome seems to be managed by sentient snakes. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> um so I wasn't so that's one reason why I was comparing our dude to a snake rather than uh, a an inchworm, although I agree that his motion feels more inchworm. Uh, and mm. that's because it almost feels like this is a world where snakes and people have switched places or something like this. <laughs> sure. Because sure. like, rather than there are no normal, there's all sorts of animals, but there's no normal snakes. The only snake references you encounter are to the sentient snakes. And uh-huh. then, um, the, you know, you are the only, uh, human, um, so it does seem like that's supposed to be what happened in this world. Although I don't think that we're supposed to read it too much. Um, but I don't know. Those, those snakes are up to, up to something because the other aspect is that all the animals are two dimensional except for the snakes, which are three dimensional. And and you are also three dimensional. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. But then in the snakes, little, uh, control center in the, in the center of the, uh, of the whole, uh, operation. Uh, there's an animal flattener that they're using to, to flatten the, the tigers and, and panda bears and,
1: uh, and, or not pandas. And according
0: uh, to your dude, koala, maybe you someday. Yeah. 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 Your, your character or your little guy, your critter expresses the desire to be flattened someday. Uh, which I'm like, I don't know, man, be careful what you wish for. Wait, does he express the desire? I, I, or does he just or like, it's like it, it, I, it. it says something like when it will it be my turn or something like yeah that. But i don't think it was like i think it was a little bit like foreboding oh, like oh, oh when I will see. they do it to me <laughs> oh interesting yeah i didn't think about it that way but perhaps you're right yeah i don't know what those snakes are up to that one was like watching a youtube video about snakes so i don't yeah, know what that's about that was funny well i uh, part of me wondered if the joke there was supposed to be like he's watching uh snake porn or something i wasn't sure I, I was curious about that as well. <laughs> you know, it was um, a thought that crossed my mind. Um, yeah, I don't think that the world's supposed to be too. Uh, you know, it's um. Well, actually, I have evidence for this reading, which is that uh, Ben Esposito, one of the uh, main developers, uh, said that the game is inspired by the move the nineteen ninety six movie Biodome and a nineteen ninety six interview with um, a Japanese game developer who I'm not familiar with. Uh let me see if I can find their name again. Um they're the creator of this game uh Aquanaut's Holiday from the 90s. Um mm. Kazutoshi uh Aida. Uh mm. and in which they they say that their their sort of like game design philosophy is inspired by Marcel Duchamp the French surrealist <laughs> artists and it, uh-huh. they like to design games where there's just like some, uh, action happening that's not really explained why it's happening. And it's sort of just about, uh, you know, the player being forced to, um, try to puzzle for themselves. Why what's happening is happening. Sure. And, and so, uh, I definitely feel like this game <laughs> slots into that design style very neatly. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely just sort of a presentation of uh, some some weird abs, well, not quite abstract, but just some some weird foreign shit going on. Uh, that it's kind of like you know, up to you whether you even want to make heads or tails of it, or if it's just kind of like this is funny and charming. Who cares? You know? <laughs> it can be it can be enjoyed on either level successfully. I think. Yeah, totally. You can think about the snakes, or you can just appreciate the snakes or you can just think the it's choice funny that is they, yours. Could you, could you read the snake name tag? They were moving too much. I couldn't read what it said. But oh the snakes no, had I could Although I yeah, did I also wanted... like that all the, um, the children's drawings on the fridge were also snakes. Uh, huh. Um, there's like, no, like a snake mom and a snake dad and a little snake child. Yep. <laughs> and there's a list of things to do. That's where it, it names the, the worm person it says, make sure to, f-, or don't forget to feed the worm person or something like that. Mm. Uh, then they must have because there were sandwiches all about inch inching around getting those sandwiches yourself wait that actually reminds me something i wanted to ask you did you successfully get max brain power yeah yeah. okay i was one sandwich off literally one like i had a really a full i was one brain cell away and i had a full bar of of food meter and i just couldn't i just missed a sandwich somewhere and couldn't find it oh damn it's driving me nuts yeah, I wonder if you missed one of the, like, picnic baskets or something. Although, those th- normally th- Those have usually two, have two, huh? though. So, I think mm-hmm. I literally was missing a standalone sandwich. Yeah, there's some in, like, weird spots uh, yeah. th- that you don't necessarily have to go. Um, yeah, luckily, you don't you, have to get, get literally get... all of them to finish the game. You just need to did get, Did you get like, the one on top of the tent in the first room? On top of the... T- I think I did. Yeah, you have I to, like, climb up over... some rocks and, like, go around... I feel like I did, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Who knows? It's, but there were some that were like a, like behind bushes and stuff, so I'm sure I just Yeah, yeah, there were a few. Yeah, I was able to get full brain power. I'm not sure if I identified every object. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but uh, there were definitely some like question marks left in some of the rooms as, uh, at the end, so I'm not sure if I didn't find those because there's also yeah. a few... There's also a few things to scan once you've exited the dome, which maybe we should uh, we should talk about now. Do you think? Uh sure. I guess we should just say so, yeah, the one thing we're neither of us are sure about is if there is a uh, alternative ending if you get all of the if you notice all of the items uh, mm-hmm. in the biodome. Because Blake noticed all but four and then there were four items outside so we thought maybe it was like you have to see those four outside so mm-hmm. but if that's not because i case, scoured but, i scoured pretty hard i played this game for like almost two hours i, so. I scoured the uh aquarium in particular very hard Dude, and i'm yeah, convinced one there's the is one, I there is one question mark in there that there's no way i miss because i put my freaking mouse over every inch of space in that. Yeah, I did too. Basically that was, that was the last one where I was like, all right, I give up. I'm just going to go outside and see what happens out there. Yeah. Um, so, so who knows there, but yeah, so I guess we can talk about the exterior. So once you leave, then, uh, you're, you're sort of like surrounded by this wide open, empty desert. Um, and, uh, and the things you can inspect are, uh, the moon, uh, the emptiness of the desert. It's just like, you look off in the distance and I forget what it says. It's something like, um, it's like, if you look at mountains, uh, yeah, it's it like says other like lands over there or something places like that. that aren't here exist or something like that. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and then the tumbleweed plant skeleton, mm. um, but there's four though, right? That's only the that three moon. Yeah. There's the, there's tumbleweed. the dead tree as well. Oh, And the dead tree. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you can go to one final log for thinking uh, and then that triggers the ending. Um, And then the, the ending itself, the ending animation is also a little abstract. You see your humanoid dude, uh, like blow out his brain cells. Uh, like they're like, like like in the palm of his hand and he like blows them like dandelions or something. And they fly into the sky and become stars. So, Mm -hmm. you know, not and sure they also what to say of thanks for playing biodome too well sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, uh well did you, uh there's also the whole like poem that happens of the of the creature reflecting back on all the things they've seen uh, in each area right uh As yes the camera like flies over it's mm-hmm. kind of a nice little ending to the game i thought it was like uh kind of sweet being like I started in the desert and I saw this and this and I ate sandwiches and saw a (laughs) rock. Yeah. I do like it just because anything that gives us more of the, (laughs) the writing (laughs) Uh is uh, I'm very on board with because the, the, the way the voice of this uh, worm man is (laughs) very funny. Yeah. All right. Important question. How, How do you, how do you feel about the gremlins? The gremlins Uh, leave me deeply conflicted um i found them annoying to chase sometimes (laughs) oh really Uh, well not often usually it's very straightforward but sometimes if you like oh the one that was annoying was uh the final sandwich i needed for one uh group was on top of in like the the last room there's two sandwiches on top of a shelf shelf, this this exact same thing you're about to to drop from above so you drop from above and then he falls down and you have to just move it's just a lot of back and forth in order to get that gremlin so he was an annoying little little jerk but well uh, so the thing about the gremlins is uh so you're (laughs) this is gonna sound so stupid So, you, as you eat sandwiches, once you've eaten five sandwiches, your meter will be full, but you won't actually poop until you eat another sandwich. Yes. And then once you eat that sandwich, your poop will spawn right where you ate that sandwich. Yes. Uh, And then from your poop, this will start growing. It's like a little flower, and then it, like, bursts, and the little gremlin comes out. So, in most cases, you can just, like, Spawn the poop and just sit there and wait, wait and then the yeah. second it spawns, just roll right into it and get it. So I didn't find them that annoying. But what I want to talk about is their kind of like sad, pitiful little existence, and like why am I killing them? Uh, I'm, well, I guess I'm killing them to steal their brain cells. But it's so sad because like it if you sad. if you look at them, uh, so they'll run away from you a while, but if they get far enough away then they'll just like be sitting there in like the fetal position, like looking around and they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. And then, and then you like get close to them and they go, ah! and they run away <laughs> and try and escape. And then you just like roll into them and kill them and take their brain cell. I was like, Oh That's no, horrible. those poor little gremlins, you know, they're And you know, if you think about it, like we said it before, those are kind of your children, you know, that you're, you're giving your birth poop. to them in a fashion <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if your poop com- came alive, would you feel bad for it, Blake?
1: That's I don't know. I you're
0: know. you're creating life from. I mean, it's from your butt. No, but it's not alive. It's only a semblance of life. It's a uh, dude. <laughs> if you you should go back and try and like uh, observe from afar one of them while they're not running away. Yeah, it's that, very, I definitely never saw that. So they just that, look, that might uh, humanize them for me. They just look afraid. You know what I mean? And alone in this in this scary biodome with this horrible inchworm person. You know chasing them around hey i thought uh, you said the inchworm person was cute the inchworm person is cute from my perspective <laughs> but from the perspective of the gremlin <laughs> that thing is a fucking terror i mean you you see how they run away they're just, they're just they're clearly afraid, afraid, for their afraid their little as lives. they should be they die it kills them they were right to be yeah afraid. they get poofed away and their brain cell only their brain cells are left behind you know that's pretty fucked up it's super if you fucked think up. about it um yeah i mean i don't know i think i kind of uh you know, it was, it felt very like, uh, you know, law of the jungle, right? Like, you know, uh, eat or be eaten. Yeah. Uh, so I guess if I didn't have dog too much, is too tell much sympathy me about- for them. I just knew that, uh, in order to, um, survive, I needed to eat them. So. I think they're just uh, like miserable. Their existence is miserable and they are pitiable oh, yeah. little creatures. Oh, totally. You know they're what I mean? They're completely pitiable. I mean, they literally come from poop. They are like I the, know. the most wretched, sad <laughs> beings <laughs> of this universe. They're poor little guys. You know, what did they ever do to deserve this? They, yeah. Listen, in Biodome 3, you're going to play as one of the single single brain cell gremlins. You know uh, you know what they they remind me of? Do you remember the episode of Rick and Morty where someone oh like gosh. like shoots a I forget what it is if it's a gun that shoots it or if an alien sneezes, but there's like a little ball of snot while they're running away from some galactic police and then it turns into a person like says something to Morty, keeps running and then dies all like its entire life cycle was like 10 seconds long and uh-huh. the, the, i think it's a similar sort of reaction of like seeing like something is like entire pathetic existence compressed into uh-huh. like five seconds of emerging from goop and then being destroyed yeah. is it's weird and creepy yeah i don't think it's creepy i think it's just sad the poor little guy you know <laughs> what unsettling do? how about that uh, it doesn't even unsettle me. It just—it just makes me. It, it made me a little sad that in order to progress through this game, I had to—I had to murder it. You know what I mean? It's kind of kind of you. Know, you, you had a choice. You could have turned the game off. You didn't. Yeah. Have to whatever. Okay. BioShock. <laughs> 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 yes. You did this. Uh, you, the player. Well, well do you have uh, much else to say about Biodome Two? I, I do only have one other thing, which is. Uh, so I was curious about what this this movie Biodome is that um, Ben Esposito oh, sure. was inspired by. So I looked it up and it's a comedy film directed by Jason Bloom. Who's, Oh wait, a- is this the one with the fucking, uh, I've yeah, Pauly Shore. <laughs> I actually have heard of this movie. Well, it's apparently infamously <laughs> terrible. Yes. It's it about is. some, you know, dumb friends who are immature and they stumble into, a biodome, uh, where some scientists are, you know, they're, I guess, doing some sort of experiment where they're locked in for a year or whatever. And Mm -hmm. they, and then it's just about their hijinks after while they stumble into this biodome. So, wow. When you, when you said the name of the movie, I didn't realize that I was aware of it. Uh, but now I, uh, now I am aware, oh man, narrated by Roger Bumpass. You know who that is? that is a name no I it don't. is it is the voice actor for a uh, uh, squidward <laughs> no SpongeBob. way uh-huh. oh my god that's incredible <laughs> i think it's squid i think he does like squidward and uh i think he does mr Krabs too or something he also does purple doctor fish and the anchovies classic you know <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible so i just wanted to bring up this movie because it is uh has an astonishing one out of a hundred oh, no. score on metacritic <laughs> wow really yes All right, i have to correct myself i said he plays mr krabs mr krabs is obviously clancy brown come on come on blake pull your head out of your ass anyway, yeah right one one out of a hundred on uh, metacritic you say yeah and four wow. percent on rotten tomatoes so pretty advanced yeah so what you're saying is we should probably watch it we probably should for the podcast kylie, i imagine. kylie minogue is in this movie i didn't even know kylie minogue did any acting i don't know who any of these people you're saying are kylie minogue oh, is a like singer. a oh yeah oh. she's a musician she's like a she's a like a famous like pop and dance like dance pop musician uh yeah apparently the the movie was panned specifically for being just like totally unfunny like poop jokes like one yeah, of the doctors I mean, name is William Leakey and yeah. uh and it's just about there's a lot of poop jokes I guess and uh-huh. uh so you know I mean that I, sounds about right that sounds like the kind of uh, this game yeah sounds like the caliber of movie that Polly Shore would would have been in <laughs> uh, around this time what that what's Polly Shore doing right now I feel like he's one of those guys that's like he's he might just be in prison or something you know uh yeah I don't know He starred in uh, the Midnight Gospel guest house. Wow. Yeah. He was in a movie this year. What the fuck? Still in movies. All right. Well, Um, but uh, I forget what I was going to say about that. Yeah. I have no other thoughts about Biodome. I just, you know, I'm glad that Ben Esposito told us about his, uh, his obscure inspirations for this game because. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. I would say it shows this is a this is a, a sweet little uh, charming game despite the uh, gremlin genocide unlike its inspiration it deserves uh-huh. more than one out of a hundred uh-huh. far I more. I, <laughs> I enjoyed playing I think it. it was worth uh, the ten dollars just for this game <laughs> yeah yeah I would say I would say so I need to try some of the other games in the bundle as well though for sure but uh anyway that is that is uh biodome 2 uh how about we tell the people what we're gonna play next week uh, yeah. So next week, the game we're going to be playing is called Lycanthorn, um, which is a it's a doom total conversion mod. So I guess it was built entirely in the doom engine or something like that. Um, it's mm-hmm. a first person uh, game uh, that is Castlevania style. Um, so it looks really uh, kind of cool, uh, fast paced, interesting uh, art style on the the enemies. So. This should be it should be fun. You play as a vampire hunter slash werewolf named Rain killing uh, mm. killing killin vampires and monsters. So so it should be a good time. So we'll be playing um, uh, uh next week. If you're interested in listening to that episode or getting a link to the game so you can play it yourself, uh, you should follow us on Twitter at EdgeguardCast. Uh, that's where we release all the updates for the podcast and then also links to anything we feature um, in an episode we'll include in the episode description. Um, and then also we'll link to the uh, creators' Twitter handles if they have them. to uh, try to keep the keep the conversation going. So if that's a uh, uh, something you're interested in getting updates on, make sure to follow us there at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, like and Thorn next week, and we will talk to you then.